everyone, and welcome to Jake's House Podcast. This is Terry, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. We are going to give you a prayer guide. We are going to walk through this prayer resource so that you will have something that you can use daily in order to pray. And I'm going to be using a prayer guide out of my book called Declare, The Secret to Submerging into God's Presence. And this one's entitled The Lord's Prayer. George Herbert said, Prayer should be the key of the day and the lock of the night. The single greatest prayer guide ever created is the Lord's Prayer. When the followers of Christ asked him to teach them how to pray, he responded by giving them this prayer resource. Early authors down to the 6th century believed that the Lord's Prayer was full of mystery and power. It was a treasure of immeasurable wealth and a pearl of great price. I have found this to be entirely accurate. The Lord's Prayer has become my most valuable resource for personal prayer. It is my go-to prayer guide and my most trusted friend when it comes to daily, regular prayer. There are around eight distinctive sections in the original Lord's Prayer. The ninth section, which says, For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, was not in the original Bible. It was added in the fourth century. But I believe that it is a great addition. So I have added it to this guide as well. So here's how to use the guide. Number one, pray the entire Lord's Prayer, which is found in Matthew chapter 6. Pray it one verse at a time. This has been the practice of the Catholic tradition, the Anglican tradition, and other Christian movements that are more liturgical. They've been doing this for centuries. Number two, pray a segment of the prayer and then sit quietly. This allows God to speak to you and allows your mind to settle on that particular truth. And number three, I have provided the Lord's Prayer in its original form in the book, but you can open up Matthew chapter 6 and you can go through it yourself. I've also uh, encouraged people to pray Matthew 6, the Lord's Prayer, over and over again. There are even Lord's Prayer guides created by people like Wendell Smith, the former pastor of the City Church in Kirkland. So here's the intro to the Lord's Prayer. Matthew chapter 6 verses 5 through 9, in the New Living Translation. It says, When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. Pray like this, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. So here it is again, the intro to the Lord's Prayer in the message version. And when you come before God, don't turn that into a theatrical production either all these people making a regular show out of their prayers, hoping for stardom. Do you think God sets in a box seat? Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you will begin to sense his grace. The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant. They're full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. This is your father you are dealing with, and he knows better than you 
what you need. With a God like this loving you, you can pray every prayer simply like this. So, and here's the Lord's Prayer. And I want to give you some instructions. Spend one minute on each section, and we'll explain that in a moment. But here's an example. Pray number one, our Father who is in heaven. And then spend the remainder of that minute praying various aspects of that statement. You can also spend the additional time contemplating on what this phrase means to you. You can pray all nine sections together, but this is a better way of doing it. So, for example, where it says, Our Father who is in heaven, when I pray this prayer, I will literally stop and say, God, thank you that you are in heaven and not on earth, and that you have a heavenly perspective of my situation. God, give me your heavenly perspective. So that's an example of praying one section, literally saying it, quoting it out loud, and then praying it for your particular situation. So here's Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13, the Lord's Prayer in the Amplified Version. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So I want to give you the Lord's Prayer with an extended guide that I created. And we're going to be using the New American Standard Version, but I'm going to lead you through this prayer using the Lord's Prayer so you can see how you can do this. So here it is. Let's pray. My Father in heaven, thank you for being my Father, for caring for me, for guiding me, Thank you that I can see my life from heaven's perspective and not my own. 2 Timothy 1.9 says, Who has called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. The Lord's mercies and compassions are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So thank you, God, that you are in heaven. The second part of the Lord's Prayer, reveal who you are, hallowed be your name. God, thank you that your name is higher than any other name. Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are safe. God, reveal to me the greatness of your name. Help me see the holiness and the power that is resident in who you are. Your kingdom come. God, help us to set the world right. Help me to further your kingdom on this earth through my actions and my speech. Help me to desire your kingdom above all others. I pray right now, Father, for the local, state, and federal governments in America to come into alignment with your kingdom. And I ask for my life to come into alignment with your kingdom and with your teachings. Your will be done on earth as it is is in heaven. God, do what is best. In my life, my family, my business, my friendships. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 7 says, In my city, I will seek the peace of my city and pray to the Lord for it, for in its peace you will have peace. So God, bring peace to our city. God, I pray for my relationships. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 4 says, God desires all men 
to be saved. So I pray for everyone that I know, God, that they would come into a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3 says, Commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. God, I commit this day to you and ask you to establish my thoughts and my plans. Give us this day our daily bread. God, provide for me today. Give me everything I need today to fulfill my destiny. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18 says, It is he who is giving you power to make wealth that he may confirm his covenant. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 21, I cause those who love me to inherit wealth that I may fill their treasuries. Father, remove all financial stress and frustration in my life. Forgive us our debts, our sins, our offenses, as we have forgiven our debtors. God, help me to live a life of forgiveness. I am letting go of all offense and resentment. I choose to live a life of freedom. I break the chains of unforgiveness in my life. Acts chapter 24, verse 16 in the New Living Translation says, I always try to maintain a clear conscience before God and all people. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Do not lead us into temptation. God, lead us into purity. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 says, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Habakkuk 1, verse 13, your eyes are too pure to look on evil. Father, help me to overcome temptation and instead focus on my relationship with you. Deliver us from evil. Protect me today, Father. I use God's armor to combat the attacks of the enemy. From Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, I put on the belt of truth that I will walk in truth at all times the body armor of righteousness. My desires are aligned with God's thoughts concerning my life. I put on the shoes of peace, that I live in peace and create peace with my speech and my actions. I pick up the shield of faith, that I do not accept the accusations of the enemy. I put on the helmet of salvation. My thoughts are focused on God and His Word. And I pick up the sword of the Spirit. I focus on the Word of God, on things that are pure and good. I put on the coat of passion from Isaiah chapter 59 verse 17, which says that I am passionate about my relationship with God. Protect my family as we journey through life today. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 says, No weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against me in judgment you shall condemn. And then the Lord's prayer ends with, For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. You are in control of everything. God, I acknowledge that you are ultimately in control of all things, including my life. I place my faith in your ability to lead and control my life. I trust you with every facet of my life and family. Help me to look past the short-sightedness of my earthly perspective and see the scope of your plans for eternity. Amen. So thank you for praying with us. That is prayer guide number one. And in the coming weeks, we'll provide upwards of four to five prayer guides that you can use daily to pray. And you can just play this podcast episode and pray along with it. That's another valuable way to increase your ability.